Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash, they lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash, succeed or fail, it adds to the tale, dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. Hi, my name's Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Eldritch Knight. And Caleb. I am Caleb. I'm playing Gwynny, the Human Druid. And John. What up? Playing Illuminas, Elven Monk. And Oliver. I will be playing Eno Belmont, the Paladin. <laughs> and Shane. That's my name. Playing Alexander the Bard. All right, so on the last episode, you guys were in the Maris house interrogating him. Uh, he gave you some information on where to find a book that gave clues to where the other artifacts are of the saviors. Um, you also found out that um, Juliet is carrying a halberd that belonged to his great uncle who went on a quest to find Ruin's egg. Um you also know that in your possession you have one of the map pieces. And he told us about the Shrine of the Raven Queen having um, yeah, we have one us. of the artifacts. And we, well, two of our characters remembered seeing something. Yeah, and uh, Shane uh, did a wisdom check and figured out that uh, he yeah. had one of the piece, uh, one of those pieces. Did that occur on the wisdom check? Yep. Yeah, that was uh, one of the uh, old jewelry pieces, was it? That we found in the zombie lair? It was. I just listened to that episode. <laughs> it helps to listen. <laughs> so, uh, you were in the house, and uh, I believe what happened was uh, someone stuck a hot poker on the mirror, and he screamed out, and then a few minutes later, the guard started knocking on the door. Why'd uh, you do that, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys escaped through the windows you got into a fight outside in the back before you were uh, able to jump down into the sewer grate alright so you guys are down in the sewers and uh, you hear a plop behind you and some footsteps and you're pretty sure it's the guards jumping down on the sewers to come after you quick Winnie, blow your wind blow my wind <laughs> blow your wind baby I you do that massive fart when you do as a druid I think we're just gonna keep Eldritch on. Fart. I think we're just Eldritch gonna keep on going. Well, there's already bad smells here in the sewers. I don't think passing gas is gonna help. It'll, it'll make you a little more sour. Yeah. So let's. Uh, okay, exactly. so <clears throat> we're running through the sewers, blase blase. Yeah. If Juliet can catch up to anyone, she's gonna say, "Stop talking and run, you fools! Run! They're right behind Bugs. us." <laughs> well, we didn't start the fire, except that me. <laughs> Okay. Actually, uh, Juliet yeah. started the fire. Ah, whoops. Yes. Well, I think it was intentional. Words, yes. Okay. Yeah, let's just, uh, let's floor it, fellas. 
All right, so here's what's going to happen is we are going to get do a skill challenge to see if you can make it back to the safe house uh, without them following too closely to figure out where you're going. Okay. So what I'm going to need is we're going to do four successes before you get three fails. Sure, that's reasonable. So everybody uh, drop yourself into the initiative tracker. Let me bring it up. Are they in uh, are they in view right now? Uh, no, it's dark, us? and they're about 60 feet behind you. Uh, I am going to... Roll well, initiative first. Yeah. <laughs> what do we need to roll for uh, the skill check? Because, so, my thought process... Initiative. My thought process is, is that... Uh, uh, oh, wow. I got a natural 20, but I have a negative 1, so I got a 19. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen with the uh, the skill challenge is mm -hmm. you can pick any skill that you think is applicable. Uh, I would suggest something that you have bonuses in and explain to me how you're using the skill. And I have a DC in mind and you just have to beat that DC. And Got I'm also going to give you um, make that DC a little bit lower just for the fact that it's dark down in the sewer, and I'm assuming that Gwenny has still got up uh, past without trace, right? Yes, that should last for another. Yeah, it'll last for uh, a while. Estimate hours. another 45 minutes, half an hour. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Time. So, uh, so, who wants to go first? Um, you're going first, uh, Adel. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm going to do athletics. Because I'm trying to run as fast as I can. <laughs> Is that reasonable? Reasonable? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 22. Uh, <laughs> nice. That is a pass. Yeah, so we now have you one know. pass and zero fills. Nice. Alexander. I hate the sewer. Uh, what skill do I want to do? I think I want to attempt to use intimidation. While screaming back at them, <laughs> stop following us or else you want to keep your lives. We have passed without a trace, you idiot. <laughs> so what? I'm terrible at Alright, use it. What? Oh yeah, I should probably roll, huh? <laughs> yeah. A whole nine. You're good at with things, the, Shane. With the, with the plus seven modifier, I rolled a nine. Okay, wow. so... As, as you say, uh, you know, turn back now unless you want to lose your lives. Uh, you hear a group of probably uh, three or four um, guards a couple of seconds later start this belly laugh. Maybe that'll slow them down. <laughs> <laughs> I they breathe too deep and uh, they can't... Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they came out of breath. So that's uh, one pass and one fail. Uh, Juliet, you're up. Juliet is going to rely on her knowledge of the city and how the sewers were laid out and do a history check. Does that uh, make sense? That's, yeah, that does make sense. Kevin? Like how he sounded surprised. A 19. Yeah. Uh, that is a pass. So Juliet is able to uh, use her history to remember what passages to take and possibly maybe even shortcuts or some way to uh, to lead them uh, the wrong way before doubling back. So that is two successes and one fail. Uh, Lunadosh, you're up. 
All right. Like a ninja, Limadas is going to lift himself up out of the muck and try to, you know, jump from along the walls, you know, side to side. Ninja. Shinobi. Acrobats. Just Mario in the round. 14. That is a success. Hoo-ah. Ninja. So next up is Gwenny. All right, Gwendolyn is going to cast Gust of Wind, which John so eloquently said was a druid fart, to blast down the tunnel to push our pursuers back. Now, let's see, what applicable skill would go with that? Well, the... Arcana? That'd be a a wisdom check of... Or Or nature, maybe? Insight? Are you casting a spell? I, I assumed that it would be the proficiency. Um, yeah, let's do a wisdom check on that then. Wisdom check of 14. Uh, that is a success as well. So that is three successes and one fail. And back around to the top of the order. Oh, that's cool. You gotta make the touchdowns or whatever. 25! <laughs> Crit. Um, awesome. So that is going to be uh, your last uh, uh, success. Um, you are able to lose your pursuers in the tunnels and make it back to the greasy palm. Nice. We're one in one in three for all these skill challenges. Woo. <laughs> We're getting there. Wonder who got that one failure. Trash player. <laughs> Almost, but not quite. Got a crit. It feels so bad whenever I do like the rolls that I have like plus seven on, and then it just like just fails miserably. I'm like, oh, does, it just, does it just hurt your inside shade? But yeah, like <laughs> plus seven. Like I can't roll lower than seven. <laughs> You're like, let me have this. <laughs> uh, All right, uh, so. So you guys uh, pop out of a sewer grate in a back alley, and you walk into the back of the Greasy Palm. You're moving around upstairs in the uh, the front floor, or the top floor. Davik comes, uh, uh, hears you, and walks back into the back and says, Welcome, my companions. Bravo. The city's soiling themselves over the Red Talons assassinating the mayor. This could not have gone better. I even baked some cookies for you shaped like dragons. I even got some pig's blood to color in the dragon fire. What do you think? Luna needs a cookie. Luna Das grabs a handful. I grabbed two handfuls. Eat up, enjoy, enjoy. You've earned it. Thanks, boss man. So, what have you learned? We have a second artifact of the founders. Actually, no, did Shane and Juliet tell us about that? I don't think they did. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't think. Actually, you don't have an artifact. You have a book that may have that says, clues. <laughs> yeah. But what about the old jewelry they found? That's not actually not an artifact. That is a map piece to find Ruin's egg. Okay. I, I think we should keep that to ourselves. I don't Are think he sure? needs to know. I don't think he needs to know about Ruin's egg. Julia is going to disagree and spill the beans. Spill the beans. Okay. You know, our mission didn't go quite the way we wanted to. Obviously, Nifron was an exceptional helper. Stealthy and violent, as you said he was. And he's in the back and you see him nodding. (laughs) (laughs) We managed to find, in addition to a bunch of 
loot, if you will, we discovered that in our previous encounter at the Raven Queen's temple, there was a gentleman who had passed away. It turns out it was a relative, or I guess past relative, of the mayor. The halberd I hold now was his original halberd, and we managed to find out that he was searching for the artifacts as well, which means we're not the only ones who know that these artifacts are being collected. So we have part of the location of a second artifact, Ruin's Egg, obviously. As soon as you say Ruin's Egg, his eyes just go wide. What? Ruin's Egg? You have clues to where it may be? I believe so. We have a portion of a map. Uh, let me see it. Who has it? Where is it? Uh, I think. Do I have it? I um, guess I have it. I'll pass it off. Okay. I assume that I just carry most of the your totally ordinary bag. In between episodes, Gwendolyn had it tattooed on her back. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a square. It's a, a crescent floating around the screen. It's a used car salesman. Uh-huh. So, uh, let's say uh, Shane rummages around into his totally not uh, magical bag, and uh, he pulls out this uh, what appears to be like a quarter of a circle um, that is on the lower part there where you see there's like a, a circle. There's a chain that runs through that. Uh, appears to be made out of bronze, um, and it's probably about a quarter inch thick. It's really heavy. In the uh, the center of this is a triangle. It must be made out of unobtainium. Exactly. So uh, you're you're going to hand this to him? Uh, yes. After making a mental notes, Davik is going to uh, take this map piece and he's going to run it over in his hands. And he was like, "I I don't understand how this is is going to find Ruin's egg." Uh-huh. If we get the other, however many pieces. He says, well, how, how are you going to find the other pieces? We have a book, don't we? Book. Yeah, it gives, like, hints on to the next part of Ruin's Egg. Well, the map. So he says, you have a book, let's see it. I take it out of my regular bag. And then uh start flipping through the pages to where it mentions, uh... Fire ruins egg. Okay, Maybe. give me a uh, investigation check. I'm investigating this book. Investigation 21. 21. So that's a pretty good check. So you are uh, you le- you're um, leafing through this book, and it's not a long book. Um, you know, it's probably only you know maybe in half of uh, of an inch, and. Uh, you know, for them saying that this book's ancient, uh, it looks as good as the day it was, uh, uh, you know, probably written. You think there may be some sort of like uh, magic on this to uh, preserve it? But um, as you're uh, looking through the book, most of what you see appears to be um, talking about the uh, the saviors themselves, and you don't see anything in the book about uh, the egg. This book's broken. Well, maybe if we hunt down uh, the saviors in their favorite, you know, diners and so on. Can I attempt to do an Arcana check? Uh, yes. Uh, what are you doing the Arcana check on? 
uh, to check to see if there's any sort of like illusion magic on the book. Uh, yes. Seven. Um, you can't. You can tell that there's this book's probably magical, but uh, if you had to guess, you would think there was probably either some abjuration or um, transmutation magic. Give me that book. Let me okay. see what it's got. But, but you're not for sure. Okay. I'm gonna uh, find out what's wrong with this book. You don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here. Thirteen. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're pretty much of the, uh, the same thinking. Perhaps our Eldritch Knight has some insight. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Let me take a look at that book. Juliet's gonna flip through some pages and roll a natural critical. Okay. Wow. So, wow. um, you can tell that the book's definitely magical. Um, you can tell that, um, there was, um, some abjuration magic. Uh, placed on this to help preserve it and um, basically what you're you're seeing in the book is just more information about the uh, the saviors and the history of the artifacts but you're not seeing anything in the book about the egg weird okay uh, what does it say about the artifacts uh, which one do you want to know about any that are listed inside of the book. Does it list like all the artifacts? Uh, it does. And it lists would... all of the saviors. Okay. I would like to notate all of the uh, all of the artifact names. Okay. And any hints that pertain to each artifact. The, would that still roll off of my twenty-one investigation or no? Um. Yeah. I mean, because that's what you were looking at yeah. uh, earlier. Okay. So. Get up my notes. I'm Were ready. Any of the saviors especially connected with that shrine of the Raven Queen? Why was there a piece of the map there? Were they connected with the mayor's family in any way? Why did he, or at least his city, have possession of the Queen of the Lakes? Well, from um, from what you understand from the mayor when you were having that discussion, that it appears that the the map piece and his uncle had nothing to do with this book. Um, that he wasn't even looking for any of the artifacts of the saviors. He was actually out looking for Ruin's Egg. Which would explain why you didn't see anything in that book or this book about it. Okay. Uh, how many artifacts are there in total? Twelve. Twelve? That's a whole lot of yeah, artifacts. And you've we already found one. one. Yeah, Almost like a campaign of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, just as, uh, you know, our cursory, you know, going through this book, uh, you know, there's the Ring of the Plains that you've already found. Yeah. There's the Amulet of Dominion. Amulet of Dominion. Got it. Uh, the Girdle of Heroes. <laughs> Girdle of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Got it. The Blade of Reproach. Got it. The uh, I, and I can put all these up on the website, so you don't have to, to type them all in. Okay. Blade of Reproach, would that be something like a halberd with Bane magic? Um, do you want to read more about it? You probably could. Read all about it. Extra, extra. So, this whole episode is going to be reading Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... You're you're skimming. You're if you're looking for specific information on like what t- kind of blade this was, um, 
you are going to be like skim through it and mm -hmm. from what you can tell it was a great sword mm. so not the help that would have been a little bit too much to ask I guess. yes <laughs> would be too much to ask <clears throat> now how did uh, the ring of the plains end up in uh, the city's possession or the mayor's possession um from what um yeah actually you do and you also know a little bit about it from um lore in the city i think uh captain treas had told you about it and give me a second here and i'm gonna pull the, the lore up for it because the lore for this artifact is actually on the website mm. for all the listeners out there that want to read it so uh the ring of the plains was also known as the ring of uh uh, Taluvel uh, Sylvina. It's an artifact used in connection with 11 of the other power, uh, powerful ar artifacts used by the saviors to banish Rune Axis. Um, it's said that uh, Taluvel was one of the uh, saviors forges ring in the days before the uh, battle before the uh, with the uh, ancient dragon. Um, Arcane historians and the apprentices of uh, Sylvina have said the ring's major function was to cast a powerful version of the banishment spell in conjunction with 11 other uh, artifacts of the saviors. Uh, however, it's also able to plane shift the user up to and up to 10 others uh, willing creatures to the abyssal plane. The uh, ring was most recently stolen from the mayor of Kala, Tobin Reese, uh, which was passed down from generations in his family. So Tobin Reese is actually um, related to one of the saviors. And okay. great, 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 great grandfather. So it sounds like hunting down these descendants of the other saviors and the saviors' special layers or whatever would probably be a good place to try and find these artifacts. Kevin, yes, I'm really hoping that you just have all those great grand, like all those greats before their grandfather written down. We can do that. I've actually got the names of all the the descendants too. Hell yeah, my man. Timmy, Tommy, really, Smitty, Smith. I feel like it'd be really hilarious if you're just looking at your paper trying to make sure you're saying the greats in the right amount. Yeah, <laughs> so are there any artifacts that are, can locate the others, or are we just on our own? Uh, you're basically on your own trying to Easy uh, enough. to like try to chase these down. We'll just yeah. a bunch of people. We'll be all right. <laughs> uh, I would like to do a... Uh, history like what would I use if I'm trying to figure out like what I know of the uh, the abyssal plane um, that would probably either be history or religion same for both I got a critical fail I don't know shit <laughs> okay. sounds, about right. sounds about my real life he's going to ask you he said well what's in the book what, what do you see about ruins egg this this is amazing if, if we can find her egg can you imagine the favor that Ruin Axis would give us? No. <laughs> I, I'll look at him for a second. And I'll look at my companions. We also found some documents in the mayor's library related to his great uncle's quest, yes? I found a lot of dead bodies. Um, no, you didn't see any documents related to his quest. All um, The only thing that you know about that was he told you that um, when he was a very young boy, uh, his great uncle went out on the quest to find this egg, and they had heard, he had heard 
I think it was a couple years earlier, they had gotten um, some correspondence from him saying that he thought that he'd tracked down a clue um, to the location of one of these uh, map pieces in um, the Witching Wood. Which, okay. which is where oh, you found that map piece. Oh, okay. Wood of Witching? Wait a minute. Okay, so, uh, cool. Yeah, so we found it has a bunch of information about the artifacts and stuff, and its purposes being that, like, you can, like, trap something down, or you can, uh, transport yourselves, transport you and, like, ten other people if they're willing to, uh, the abyssal plane. That's about all I read on it. Alright. Read on on what? The, the the map piece? The book. The book. Oh, it's in this book. Oh. Well you, Yeah, he was asking about the book. The one that we just read, like right in front of you. <laughs> right, right. But that that was just for the uh the uh, the ring of planes. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you mean? You, you just read him the description of the ring of planes. <coughs> oh that's Oh, the ring of plane, that's its purpose? Okay. Yeah. I thought that was like the overall purpose of all the artifacts. Okay. Well, you know the overall purpose of all the artifacts was, you know, to banish ruin access to the abyssal plane. But everybody knows that's like common knowledge. Okay. Makes sense. What's common knowledge? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, uh... Yeah, it doesn't have anything about the ruins egg in the book. Okay. Do you, uh, yeah. Um, he was like, well, that, that's a shame. Um, why, why don't you let me keep that, that map piece and, and maybe I can pass it along to, uh, some of my higher ups. Uh, I asked for the input of, uh, the other people in the group. Like, oh, do you guys, should we hand this over to them? What are they, evil? It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Alunadas and Adel would agree because we're in the cult. Oh yeah, you guys are black talent, red talents. But we're also strongly tempted to go on the quest to find the other eleven artifacts and the three map pieces. I think. Uh, so tearing all those pages. So is this a just just a little question? So is are you actually asking us, or is that you just being polite? Um, I'm well. Right now, I mean, you found it. I'm, I'm not going to take it away from you, but you know, we, there's it's a possibility that you know there's someone else in our organization who may know more about this. I th- unless I, uh, you're going to go on the on the quest for this yourself. That's what I'm thinking. You want to do it? Pretty much. Seems a lot. Seems like a lot of profit margins for this uh, quest right now. I'm game. Let's go. All right, so you add this quest to uh, your journal. And if you could pass the word up to the superiors asking if they have any information that you could then pass along to us as we continue our search for these articles. That would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we, we, could try to, we could try to do that. I'll put out the, uh, the words to some of the other cells and see what they may know. But this is kind of above my pay grade. I, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Are you so sure? I have a feeling that we may find use of it if we are to stumble upon any other map pieces. We wouldn't have anything to compare them to without the original one we found. Yeah, and I doubt that there are any use without the others. Since we found the one while we were looking for 
the one map piece while we were looking for an artifact. We should probably hold on to it while we look for the others. It's our property. Not, not really, actually. You damn dirty <laughs> government. Uh, finders Get away from me. Finders keepers, <laughs> lizards weepers. <clears throat> property lizards. is theft, so theft is property. Theft is methody. Yeah. Kind of like a team rocket. Are they blasting off again? All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Davik's going to say, well, things are hot right now. You could probably stay here and rest for a couple hours, but the guard's going door to door and trying to root us out. And I'm, I'm not really worried because I'm a legitimate businessman. You, on the other hand, would be difficult to explain after a thorough in- inspection. So, Got it. Yeah. We'll make our way out of here in a little while. We rest for a brief period and then leave the city, I think. So is that considered a short rest? Yeah. Okay. And uh, what what's everyone's HP looking like right now? Uh, mine is currently not showing up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Alunidas is still full. I'm just going to put full HP. As I remember Juliet and uh, Oliver being... Juliet got smacked pretty hard. I yeah, got... I have a couple of oozing wounds. Maybe <laughs> I was, I can use I was some help right. here. Yeah, because uh, I can... can patch you up a bit. Yeah, I mean, like, I can use one of my inspiration die to heal you in addition to your your die or whatever it is. You've also got two healers in the party. The shroom. Uh-uh. Liar. But I, but I don't want them to expend magic. I like their magic points whenever I can just use... Uh, one of my bardic inspirations. So I let them use a head die. Alright, thanks for nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? Lunadas did a medicine check. I'm not sure what that would... Yeah, I'll uh, expend one of my... No, no, don't bother. Don't even bother. Alright, so as you've uh, you got your downtime, you know, spin your head die, and get back whatever spell slots you get after a short rest. So, do you want to do a check on... Um, you haven't had much time, but uh, do you want to do a check to see what these magical items do? Yeah, we got a yeah. whole bunch of them, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. So does uh, anyone have the identify spell? I, d- I do. Uh, I do have the identify spell. Best spell in the game. Do you have pearl? Worth at least 1,000 or 100 gold? I don't. Yeah, it, it takes material to do the identify spell. Uh, I don't believe we have a pearl on hand. So, uh, is there... <laughs> What do you mean? Like, we have to, like, we actually have to get the components. Like, can't just cast this when we don't, we literally don't have it. Uh, and there's, like, other red talons in the place, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. that for one. Um, I asked around to see if there's anybody that might have a, uh, a pearl on hand that they would be willing to sell. So Davik says, I don't personally wear pearls, but uh, you may be able to talk to one of our attendants. You do now, put on these pearls. Our massage therapists. Um, I asked around. Uh, would you like me to roll an investigation check? Um, not a, an investigation, but uh, a persuasion. Persuasion? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's perception. Persuasion. 23. All right. So um, after a while, uh, you're you're talking around and you talk to one of the uh, the women who uh, works here. And uh, she she's wearing a strand of pearls. Um, so 
what are you going to say to her to try to get the, the, the pearl away from her? This massage yeah. therapist with the pearl necklace. <laughs> hey, how much for that necklace you're wearing? This necklace? This has a lot of yeah. sentimental value to me. It was given to me Damn, by one I of my first it. clients. I knew it. How, so how much is that sentimentality worth for you? Oh, uh, I don't know. Mm, 150 gold. Damn! <laughs> Can we knock it down to 140? Uh, yeah, roll me another one. Yeah. Uh, persuasion, twenty-one. Um, she's, well, I guess I can let go of it for that. You got Just it. That you could have gone lower, Shane. Probably, but I'm gonna I'm try sure. and get it lower. No. So yes, you're not. You're not even there. Well, yeah, yeah I'm you're, not, you're not even in the oh. room, dude. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's literally me going around trying to find a pearl. Like, cut to a shot of me taking a shit in a latrine. I will subtract 140 gold from my thing. So I now have 917. Now let's rob her. (laughs) It's not Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) I never played that game. All right. Um, So are you casting Identify? Yes, I would like to cast Identify on uh, three of these items as I only have three spell slots at the moment. I believe so I you've got uh, there's yeah, a I have sword. The list of there's yeah, a sword, just... robes, yeah. a cloak, a brooch, a necklace, a ring. Yeah, I'll um... Oh yeah, there was a long sword, wasn't there? Uh, yes. Yeah, you're a long sword. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'd like to identify the long sword uh, the gold ring and the gray cloak. Okay. Long sword. It's silver with uh, silver gilt on a black leather uh, handle. Um, mm-hmm. It is a plus one to attack and damage and does 1d4 radiant damage versus undead and lycanthropes. And give me a history check. What did I get? I got 14. Um... So what what you know about this is you think this sword's name is Don Don Singer. You think it is in a a, a weapon that was handed down through um, Maritoban Reese's family. Got it. Cloak next. Uh, the cloak. Uh, the cloak is a gray linen cloak cloak with gold gilding near the clasp at the neck. It is a cloak of protection that gives you plus one to all saves. Whoa. I want it. All saves, and then the ring. Um, the ring is a gold ring with a large ruby, and it is a ring of water breathing. Okay. I go on express this to everybody. Uh, whenever I finish talking about the long sword, I call dips. Yeah, really, because if anybody needs it, it's you, so you can at yeah, least do one your- damage. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the damaging sword water breathing. I am. And then, uh, let's, I'm just copying and pasting real quick. Cool, so we have four items that are not identified yet. Yeah, cool. that's the, the robes, the brooch, uh, the figurine, and the necklace. That's okay. Neat. Um, so I will keep the long sword. I'll, uh, I'll just keep the ring on hand, uh, in case anybody needs it. <laughs> I'll, actually, I'll, I'll just, I'll just hold on to this. It's, so not, it's the, urgent. Who's the rogue? Who's the rogue? 
well, the more sneaky character besides me. Me. Um, no, you're you're heavily armored. Barely. <laughs> I call shenanigans. Okay. So, who besides Oliver and Juliet are sneaky? Like, I'm thinking that would be either Alunadas or Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn? What are what are your classes again? Monk and uh, Druid, but she's the one with the uh, spell. Okay, what's your sneak stat? Stealth, uh, plus three. Plus two. You guys are liars. I know it. Okay, I'll give the ring of breathing to... <laughs> That's a shame. You know, red is a long power so Find out what the rest of these are, or go yeah, it, identify them. Yeah, let's... I, mean, I don't want to pay somebody to do it. Well, let's go take a long rest, then. I mean, we can... Well, we'd have to sneak out of the city for that. Let's just, uh... <clears throat> see. I think our meat shields might need the, uh... Saving throws. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh... Well, who already has, like, magical items? Because right now I know Shane and Juliet both have magical well, items, and I think well, one of you has a yeah. necklace that gives you advantage on uh, a saving throw once a day, right? No, yes, I don't have you got that day. from uh, Tibbet's body. Oh yeah, that's right. I do. I have that, don't I? I just have it on hand. I just have it stuffed in my bag. Yeah, I'll give Oliver the the cloak. What does it do? Plus one all saves. That's pretty dope. It's pretty good. It's pretty good spell. Spell magic dagger. And what was the ring that I got from Tibbet's body? That was the advantage. Yeah, advantage once per day. Advantage once, once per day uh, for one saving throw. Man. And then who doesn't who doesn't have a magic item right now? Me. I gave you the cloak, Gwendolyn. Dumbo. That's gone. I don't know where it went. I lost it. I lost uh, the cloak already. Yeah. Gwendolyn doesn't have one. <laughs> I'm wearing Gwendolyn doesn't. I toss her the I toss her the ring that gives advantage to saving throw per day. And we have. Four items currently that are well, five items that are not identified yet. Cool. Which, so, item, uh, that's, which items aren't uh, identified yet? The robes. Uh, the, the, bro- the expensive robes looking brooch. robe. The two brooches, the necklace, and the figurine. Uh, what, do, what do you mean the two brooches? Yeah, there's only one brooch as far as I know. I remember saying two. I wrote it down twice. It's it's an oval brooch with an anchor symbol somewhere on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So four things. The expensive-looking robes, the brooch, the necklace, and the figurine of the oven lady in silver is about eight inches tall. Um, also, during yeah. this short rest, perhaps we should look into the book and find out where we should go. I like lick my finger and like stick it in the air. Like, all right, we go this way. <laughs> so, uh, lick your finger inside a brothel. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I didn't know we were in a brothel. <laughs> Not gonna lie. So, um, towards the end of your uh, long rest, uh, Davik uh, comes down the, the stairs and says, uh, I think I've got some good news to get you guys out of town. Um, you're going to need to go to Carnley and await further instructions. I can't tell you who to contact there, but they'll contact you. I'll send word to my contact, and they will put you in touch with someone who has more experience with these uh, uh, magical uh, um, artifacts. So here's what you're going to need to do. Uh, we've uh, acquired a new ship, the uh, Sea Witch. 
go there and talk to the captain, Jervis Stormbringer. He's an old friend, and uh, he's a lot rough around the edges, but he can be trusted. Tell him I sent you, and you need to sell to Carnley immediately. The docks are probably locked down right now, but Jervis is an old smuggler and knows what he's about, and he'll get you out. I've also given you some papers that show you work on the boat, so if you're approached by any guards, you can show them that and get through. When you get to Carnley, you'll go to the rusty anchor and take a room and wait there. Try not to draw too much attention to yourselves, and here's some gold for your expenses. Mayhap will meet again on the glorious day of Ruin Axis's return, and he hands you a sack and that has uh, 100 gold in it. I nod and start walking away. I will take the gold that you obviously did not want. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> Alright, so uh, you guys are you're going to leave there um, and head toward the docks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the docks aren't too far away um, and at this point it's almost early morning. Um, there are a few people out on the streets but you notice that uh, there's uh, some guard presence. Um, so Everybody give me a stealth check. You got it. Great. I'm wonderful at this. Five. Damn, Five. Shane. We're not very stealthy. Shane's like, <laughs> I... And then that's also got a five. I got a 12. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're good at games. The two people with minus one stealth stats rolled higher <laughs> than the two people with three stealth stats. I even had disadvantage. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> yeah. And when he critted it. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. So you're going to get about halfway to the docks, and um, you're going to hear, "Hey, hey, you there? Stop!" I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn around and go, "Yes." So a guard's going to approach you. A guard's going to approach you and say, "What are you doing out on the streets? Haven't you heard what's been going on in town? It's not safe to yeah. be out here." What I, sh- I assure you, sir, we are very well equipped. Now, please be on your way. I'm gonna roll a persuasion check now. Sixteen. He says, "Yeah, it looks like you can handle yourselves, but you still shouldn't be out on the streets right now. There's a curfew in effect. Where are you headed? We're leaving town. It's too dangerous for us here. Nobody can leave it, town right now. All this news around. No one can leave town right now. We're on lockdown until we root out these red talons." You did. You just had to, didn't you, Shane? <laughs> I had it, and you were spit. You stick. You stick. You right, the coffee again. All right, let's <laughs> stop talking about what we're going to do and do something. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, right, apologies, we didn't, sir. We didn't hear we'll about the return curfew. to our dwelling immediately. Good. Get off the streets. Son you got us, sir. You, Shane. Here, chill the fuck out, Oliver. Head into an alley. Ruin everything. It's great. What, what you talking about? You turn back the way we came. Turn into an alley and keep on going toward the docks. Yep. Self checks again. <laughs> um, I you're you're probably about a quarter way, way there, but you've got to cross a couple of streets. So, do give me one more uh, stealth check. I got a sixteen. Nice again. Go for a little. Thanks a bunch, guys. Eight. What you mean? Is that an eight? That is an eight. All right. Wow. Hey, so, uh, give me a uh, perception check. Son of a bitch. All of us? Uh, yeah, all of you are in. Okay. 14. Uh, perception. 
Alright, so uh, Gwenny, you are going to spot the Sea Witch, um, but you also see um, two guards on the dock that are probably about 30 yards away um, from it um, that see you. Are they in plate armor? Um, appears to be in chainmail. I wonder if that's heavy enough to make them sink to the bottom. Yes. So you're you, Gwenny. You are going to see one of the guards uh, point toward you. Are we going to have to fight our way out of here? Uh, well, Gwenny, put on your stealthy spell so that we I'm can. A, uh, I can use charm so first. Don't draw attention. If we, if we <laughs> I have a feeling they've already spotted us, guys. No, I'm saying. I have a if, single so spell if we slot. need to fight them, we don't draw attention from others. Why do we need to fight them? We've I been spotted. We can use, I can use your own person, it'll be alright. There's two guards. Yeah, but like, if I do a mind trick, mind trick on one of them, they'll be like, what are you doing, Bob? And they'll be distracted by that. Well, if you no. if if you guys had been listening, you also know that Davik gave you some letters saying that you work on that boat to get through. Yep. Mm, yes. Like, it's not, it's not that hard. So, they're approaching us? Um, right now, they're they're just pointing at you. Do you, I'll point back. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to try to run or stealth or just walk in like you own the place? Just walk over to the. Just boat. keep on walking. Do we roll intimidation checks to do that to make or just walk? Yeah, we're just walking. <laughs> like, what are you, what are you talking? What's wrong with you, good sir? Just act walk. natural. Don't yeah, we're like, just gonna uh... continue walking. <laughs> All right, yeah. so you're walking towards the boat. Yes. Yep. Keep on walking. We haven't done anything wrong. So, um, one of the one of those guards is as you're uh, walking uh, towards the boat, walks in front of your path and holds up his hand and says, "What are you lot out here doing?" Going to work, sir. Going to work. Where do you work? Work on the ship over there, sir. Do you have any sort of identification or work permit to show that you should be on the docks? We're in lockdown we and curfew right now. Yes, sir. We hand I hand over the paperwork. All right. So he looks at the uh, the paperwork and looks you guys up and down and says, "You appear to be a little heavily armed for a bunch of dock hands." Uh, we're helping protect against pirates. So the curfew's gotten everyone scared, sir. Got to make sure we're safe. All right. We'll go about your business. He's nice. <laughs> he was. He was doing his job like he's supposed to. Why didn't we do that before? <laughs> All right, let's head on to the boat. All right, so on the boat we go. as you're walking up to the ramp of the boat, you see this squat dwarf ordering around people on the deck. He has some gray in his beard. You figure he's probably in his early hundreds. I, I whistle to him. Early hundreds. So, okay, so you whistle and he turns around and sees you and says, Whoa! What do you assholes want, storming up on my ship like you own the bloody boat? Oh, we should have asked for permission. Aren't we supposed to be on the boat? Yeah. Tell them yeah. about it. Everyone, um, y'all talk it out. Y'all don't like it when I talk for some reason. <laughs> you guys are all like, ooh, torture. <laughs> that, that is an activity, not a conversation. <laughs> that is what both. we hate. Oh. It should be both. <laughs> Yeah. So, so we uh, explain the situation that we have booked passage to Calm, Conley, Carnley. Carnley. <laughs> and he says, "Book passage. This ain't no pleasure boat. Who did Sanctuary you book passage day. with?" 
a certain friend of both of ours. I uh, I I tell him his name under so that no one else can hear us. Well, the person that sent us under uh, your breath. So he says, Davik, you say that son yep. of a whore saved my life more than a few times. My name's Jervis, Jervis Stormbringer. But let's not talk out in the open like this where any custard cup can hear us. Follow me, you lot of jizz whizzlers. You got jizz it. Jizz whizzlers. <laughs> I keep on. I just follow him. So he leads you uh, to the back of the uh, boat where his cabin is, and he opens the door and, and walks inside. And as you guys follow him in, um, you'll look inside, and it's uh, it's a room probably about mm, I want to say like eight feet by like six feet. There's a uh, bunk attached to the wall. There's a small desk in the middle of the room. There's uh, lamps on these gimbals that allow them to swing back and forth. You see various charts and and um, mm -hmm. and uh, say the jizz whistler's quarters. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the last one in? I guess the Luna Das will take that. Okay, so he sits down behind his desk. He says, "Close the door, you darky gobbler." Now, what's this all about? Why did Davik send you to me? <laughs> yeah. A donkey gargler. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was trying to be like, damn, Kevin. Yeah, we need passage out of town. Passage uh, out of town, why? Uh, we're, not we... set, we're not set to set sail here for another couple of days. Yeah, we've done some things that the, uh, the town isn't very appreciative of, so we kind of being uh, hunted down. Like what? You know, Red talent business? Knows, yeah, you know this whole curfew thing? Yeah. Yeah, that was us. Shit, howdy! You did that. That's a yeah, kick to Raffus's ass, isn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> know it. And so he, he laughs, and uh, he gets up and grabs a bottle of wine and, and some cups and starts uh, handing them out and uh, pouring oh, each of you wine. Yeah. Thank you. He's he's laughing about the whole thing. He thinks it's uh, he think he, it's funny that you burned down the temple of Arathus and killed the mirror. <laughs> I like this guy. <coughs> cool dude. So he says, So, Karn Lee, you say? We'll have to take out some provisions as it's a fortnight trip if it ain't a fucking day. Get your milks off Colocas below deck and I'll get this first base hammer crew on it. Should only yeah, be a few hours to get what we need. Pay off that dandy shocker dock master to let us sell. Never do a dock master that didn't love gold more than orders. <laughs> now get out of my face I've got to do some work and I can't have you fucks in my way Let's some more wine before we go it's really good <laughs> here take mine I'm not very thirsty anyway alright what's wrong with you so he says uh, talk to any deckhand and they'll show you a place where you can buck down below deck ah deckhand I've talked to many of those <laughs> got it boss thanks I'm going to have my character miss here everything <laughs> Just like yeah, ha. Ah. Did you I have any questions that. for uh, for Stormrigger? Yeah. Hey, quick question. Do you need anything from uh, us before we set out? No, we don't need anything from you unless you know how to work a boat. I, I, uh, it looks like I, you landlubbers probably wouldn't. I am a land landlubber indeed. <laughs> land uh, landlubber. <laughs> I ask him why they call him Stormbringer. 
Because I bring the storm. And then you see him like pull back his sleeve and then pull up like this python bicep. It's really not all that impressive <laughs> to Hell you, yeah. but it probably is for a dwarf. I pretend to look impressed and then step out. He says, yeah, yeah, be impressed. I'd be scared too. Look at these I'm guns. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna flex my arm and I'm gonna roll intimidation. I'm gonna oh, I'm I'm flex off now. Right. Hell yeah. Oh, let's get oh. shredded. <laughs> Alexander kind of should be impressed. <gasps> I'm uh, assuming you're probably leaving his cabin. Yeah, yes. I snatch. Going below decks. As Oliver well, attempts to do this, I'm gonna snatch him by the collar and drag him out. <laughs> I okay. continue Sorry to flex it. They drag me out. <laughs> Sorry for it. Snag him by Ooh. his ponytail and pull him along. <laughs> so uh, cold blooded. So as you're uh, leaving out, one of the uh, the deckhands um, says, "What are you asses doing on the boat?" What, are you, what is your ass doing all about? I work here. I work here. We're good friends. All of, shut, <laughs> up. shut up. We're going to maxim in the back of the head and we just say, eh, we're just going below decks. Don't we talk to Stormbringer. Stormbringer said that one of you guys could bring us to uh, our sleeping situation. Oh, is that so? Put down our things. Yes, sir. You got your gear? Uh, yeah, we got everything on us. Okay. <laughs> Says, uh, follow me. My name's Richard. Nice to meet you, Alexander. Richard's a stupid name. <laughs> well, that's funny because Richard, Richard turns around uh, and stares at you, and then uh, another one of the deckhands uh, punches uh, uh, Adel in the shoulder. What? And he says, uh -oh. "That's Richard. He's very sensitive about his name. <laughs> I'd watch it if I were you." I'm sorry, I'm sorry about him, Richard. He's he's not the best conversationalist around here. So Richard starts singing a note, and the sailor that punched Adel says, Now you've done it. Now we've got to sing. Oh, 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 oh what did that have to say? A pirate is a sensitive soul, and calling names is for assholes. You don't know me or what I do. Make fun of my name, then well, fuck you. My name is Richard, did you not hear? Not rich or decker, some stupid smear. You want to fight, I'll kick your ass. You have dwarf clot, you've got no class. Don't be a fucking dick, Richard. I've sailed the seas of all so well. You don't know me, so go to hell. I'm proud of my name, as you can see. It's the one mom gave to me. I've dealt with bullies since I was a lad. They called me names and made me sad. I tried to ignore them and just walk away. Now I just murder, it's better that way. Oh, fuck your corpse's mouth. You might take a threat, it's just a chest test me and regret it like all the rest. They pleaded as they held their guts in their hands. They bled and they prayed to the gods. Fuck off with the singing. Always with the fucking singing. Get back to work, you western grip-jacking dumpster goblins. You hear the captain scream from his cabin, and then you hear the door slam behind him. Then Richard says, the captain's so abrasive. I don't know why I took this job. Then the deckhand who punched Adel says, Well, in this economy, there's not a lot of options. Then Richard turns back around and looks at Adel and says, You'll just watch yourself. Or next time, there'll be less singing and more stabbing. Then he turns around and walks off along with the other deckhand, and you're left to find the quarters yourself. I read the sensitive soul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I, 
after that song's over, I look over to look over to him and like, did you learn your lesson? No. <laughs> I smack him across his back of the head. I'm like, come on, let's let's go to our beds. Let's let's go. Let's All right, go appreciate dance. the song, fellas. Let's go below decks. Let's uh... <laughs> appreciate the song. Okay, so you are going to go down below decks and. Um, you're probably going to be taking a nap, and uh, after a, a few hours, you could tell that the uh, the sun is probably about uh, midday, and uh, you feel the ship uh, casting off out to the water. Seems good to me. So I'm going to move everybody over just so you could see where you are and where you're heading. So here's the world map. And you are starting out here in the southern port of Kala. And you are going to be moving to the capital city of the Plains Nation, which is Karn Lee. Traveling down through these islands of Marish, Middlestock, sailing around the, uh, the southern coast of uh, Wareland and um, Sharhold, and then Karn Lee. So he... Um, Stormbringer's already told you that it's probably going to take about two weeks to get there. Mm-hmm. So during this time, we're going to say that uh, somebody's probably looking through this book of the saviors. Yes, mm-hmm. trying to get info on where these saviors made their abilities. Okay, so <clears throat> is only one person reading the book or people taking turns like uh, looking through it? Uh, not steal a book away from Juliet. <laughs> I'm all over that. Want to bet on it? All right, uh, Shane and Juliet, give me uh, investigation checks. You got it. Uh, you want to know the worst thing? Like one of the best and worst, thing, worst things about having uh, jack of all trades as a part. What's that? Whenever, if you gain proficiency in another skill, it's pretty much just a plus one instead of a plus two, because you already get the plus one from the jack of all trades skill. Huh investigation 10 all right so uh juliet is looking through the book and since she knows that you are sailing to currently she finds some interesting information on the uh, amulet of dominion and the lore behind the amulet of dominion is was it was created by the uh, dwarven artificer ural ironstaff he was known as one of the greatest dwarven wizards that ever lived and was an archmage at the arcane academy which is located on the isle of insight so you know you're going to Karn Lee, and you know that uh, the Isle of Insight is in this inland sea just uh, to the north and east of, of you. So it's said that the Amulet, um, and you're reading more, more on it, uh, you know he was an archmage at the uh, Arcane Academy. And it's said that the Amulet was willed to the school after he died, and it was hidden away somewhere in a very secure room where other dangerous and powerful magical artifacts were kept. And only the senior and most powerful archmages know its location and are allowed to study it. Would you like that? Would you like to express that to us, Juliet? Of course, I'm going to tell you guys. So you know that little aisle, like where Carnley is at the bottom right? Yeah, I see it. If you I look at the top right, yeah, there's the Isle of Insight, right? That's where the another of uh, the uh, artifacts are. It's an amulet. Yeah, and it's like a school of mages, and only the highest one of the, the highest up people can study it or know about it. Kevin, I have a question. What's that? Did you make this map from scratch? I did. Good job, man. 
in this time frame, can we going to assume that I use identify a lot to identify all these other things? Uh, yeah, but uh, one more thing. Do you want to uh, hear about what this uh, amulet supposedly does? Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, the legend says the amulet has the power to control the minds of hundreds, if not thousands, if used by a powerful enough wizard. Mm. I'm not one of those. I'll look around. and we uh, have a wizard? I'm a wizard. I am a spellcaster. Yeah, well, then, by that degree, we'll I probably need very high-level spell slots to be able to use that thing. The yeah. <laughs> You would have to be able to use, like, Charm Person at ninth level. Yeah, exactly. There we go. It's pretty, it's pretty high out there. Yep. Not at all. So, okay. um, uh, so after a few days, you're in this boat. Um, you're <coughs> going to identify the uh, the rest of these items. Yeah, and uh, I would like to also uh, ask around, see if there's any wizards on the ship. The deckhands um, start into a, another song about <laughs> how uh, they don't need no magic. Don't go to sea. That you know their their hands are good enough for them. Then you hear the captain yell, Fuck off with all the singing! Yeah, there's no wizards on this boat. It's the deckhands and the captain. <laughs> okay, got it. But I feel um, like they don't have all their teeth. Am I wrong? Um, <laughs> they're, they're, the, the ship doesn't have the best uh, dental plan. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that some of them have scurvy or something. There's a lot of gingivitis around here. <laughs> Alright, so um, you uh, identify the rest of the items. Let's go. Start with the robes. Okay, so these are expensive-looking green silk robes with uh, gold gilding on the sleeves and collar. They give plus one to AC, plus one to initiative, and plus one to deck save. Oh, AC, initiative, initiative, and uh, what was the third one? Deck Deck save. Deck save. Uh, The brooch. The brooch is a bronze oval brooch with a ship's anchor in the middle. That's the symbol of uh, uh, Kayla. It gives mm-hmm. plus one uh, wisdom and plus one charisma while worn. The necklace? Uh, it's a silver chain with a moonstone pendant. It is a lucky charm. Once per day, add 1d6 to any roll. Uh, plus 1d6 to any roll? Yes. Got it. And the figurine? It is an elven lady and, um, done in silver, about eight inches tall on a white marble base. She's holding an obsidian sphere that's about four inches in diameter above her head. There's some writing on the base and the figurine and the top of the sphere. Give me a... Is there anyone here that speaks elven? I have, I have comprehend language. I might. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I uh, hand it over to them to transcribe or well, translate. Okay. The base of the figurine says, simply ask, ask simply. On the top of the obsidian sphere is the elven symbol for infinity. Once per day, it will give you an answer to a simple question. Okay, got it. And um, are there, do I know of any limitations? Um, no, all you know is once per day, it will give you an answer to a simple question. Seems good to me. Uh, so I am going... I would like to put on this brooch. The Lunadas would uh, be helped by the robes. He doesn't wear armor. Yeah, I'll uh, give a Lunadas the robes. I tell everyone like what each artifact does. Well, each of these magical items. A Lunadas, I'll give him the robes to give plus one AC initiative and deck save. And uh, yeah, robes can just go over the armor already on. Cool. So I'll put on the brooch, which will give me plus one to wisdom and charisma, which is extreme, 
crazy good and in line with my stats. And then the necklace plus 1d6 to any roll. Uh, uh, once per day, yes. Yeah, once per day plus 1d6 to any roll. Uh, anyone want that? Any? I'll anyone take it. Like, think they need it? Yeah, I think with your uh, rebuke for. Yeah, I think our, our, our meat shields might use that just because they can. Yeah. I think Oliver has more crazy abilities as a paladin. Mm. I'll toss it to him. I'll, uh. I got. Ooh. I hand it over to Oliver and tell Julia that if she thinks she needs it, you're more than welcome to get it from him. Or try I think it'll be more useful on him. By by any role that is attack, saves, and skill checks, that wouldn't be like a damage role. Would he have to use it before you tell him yeah, if it, it hits or not? Yeah, it, it, it works like uh, uh, basically any, yeah. uh, cutting words, so... You have to use it before I tell you what the results of whatever role that you have is. How does it work? Uh, just before he gives you the answer to the role, be like, hey, I want to use my necklace's ability. And once per day, you can get one plus 1d6 to any role. So, like, say you know that his uh, AC is like 15 just by uh, someone hitting with the 15 and not with the 14, right? Yeah. Uh, any role of 14, be like, hey, for you announce that I miss, I want to use my necklace ability. And then you roll a 1d6 to it. Then you roll... Or if we're in like a life and death situation and rolling low means that you die, you can roll to boost your stat. That's pretty dope. Check. Yeah, it's pretty good. Or if and, like uh, uh, someone casts a spell and like the DC's 13 and you know, you roll a 12 and you're like, well, I don't want to be charmed. So you use that lucky charm to, to add that to your saving throw. What's the name of the item? It's called the Lucky Charm. The Lucky Charm. And if anybody has like any question, like a simple the question lucky throughout the day. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and uh, if anyone has a question throughout the day, they're more than welcome to... I feel like at least three people should give the okay on a question before someone just wastes the one once per day ability. I'll so, say it's uh, the most trustworthy one here, and the one who has all the questions. I think I should have it. Go for it. <laughs> I toss it over. What? Well, I hand it over. I don't toss it. Don't, <laughs> don't make me drop it, please. Crash! I think it would be very helpful to uh, our quest. You know, are we headed in the right direction? Is the Butcham thing at this place? I mean, but, yeah, we would have to be very specific. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it's a nice <laughs> Yes, no. Ask again later. Yeah, well, I mean, you wouldn't be able to say, you know, are we on the right track? That question's too vague. Yeah, too open-ended. Yeah. But yeah, is the... Amulet at the Isle of Insult. What, what about if are we going Which, the wrong I way? I mean, there's a ton of amulets. Yeah, we'd have to be very specific, but yeah. as long uh. as it's simple, we can do it. I'm not trying to get genied out of this. <laughs> I am. Like, uh, is the amulet in this place? Is be like yes, and then you just figure out that it's just an amulet. <laughs> like no, no special ability. It's just an amulet. Yep, that could very well happen. It could, and I feel like a certain someone would let it happen because it's you hilarious. Just go bop a booey, bop a booey, and it like does the thing, does nothing. <laughs> so guys, <laughs> we're, the magic word. Oh, we're at a uh, we're at an hour and twenty minutes. So I think this is probably a good place to stop with you guys on the boat, and you've mm-hmm. just uh, figured out what these magical items are. And I think that's probably a good place to stop. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. A lot of people say this, but we really do want to hear from you. 
Are we shinier than a platinum piece? We're stankier than a cobalt's loincloth. Let us know what you liked and didn't like. Everything helps this make a better podcast for you. Got an idea for monsters, items, and commercials? Let us know about it. You might hear it in the show. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. We also have a website where you can learn more about the characters, lore, and maps of this world. You'll also find articles about Dungeons and Dragons and a whole lot more. Just search Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. Do you think the government of Luskane is spying on you and you don't have a social media account? Then email us at dungeondebacle at gmail.com. You can also check out the theme song and all the commercials you heard on the podcast on our YouTube account. Just search Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. New episodes come out every Sunday, so check your podcast app. And now a word from this week's sponsor. Matt Cedric of Matt Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventures Emporium. Is your cleric a creep? Is your druid a drag? Try our healing potions. They put pep in your step and get you back in the fight. A healing potion will never try to convert you to a god or get into a moral debate with you. Just drink it and feel better about the decisions that led you to your current situation. Try our new flavors exclusive to Matt Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventures Emporium. Berry Blitz, Melon Melee, and Arctic Chill. Side effects may include delusions of grandeur, increased risk of infection, drowsiness, impotence, red ache, and bloody stool. Ask your cleric if healing potions are right for you. My prices are so low, I'm practically giving this stuff away. How do I do it? Don't worry about it. Come on in to Matt Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventures Emporium. We have convenient locations in a city near you. Just talk to the town guard for directions. Matt Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventures Emporium, where the only thing matter than me is the savings. Matt Cedric's got the deals. The music you heard on this episode was Richard's Tolerance Shanty by me, Kevin the Dungeon Master. You also heard Teller of the Tales by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. You can find that license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.